One. As long as I can be with you, it's a lovely day. Ella Fitzgerald's voice, smooth as poured cream, was lilting in my head when I woke up. It's April. It's soft outside. Fitzgerald's duets with Louis Armstrong are a favorite of Bento's, and they were playing on his phonograph when, with the key I'd reluctantly accepted, I let myself into his little Creole cottage in Mid-City last night. The love songs of the 1950s, laced with the warm crackle of vinyl. Bento always grips the black discs delicately in his large brown hands, spinning them, inspecting them, blowing off a speck of dust before settling them down on the silver spoke. Sweet, simple duets. A man and a woman singing about autumn leaves, moonlight, dancing cheek to cheek. All the lovely, lulling bullshit Bento actually believes. Which is why I'm finding it harder and harder to go there in the evenings. To sit at his wooden table sipping Spanish tempranillo. To watch his hard calves as he stands at the stove, snapping off little sprigs from the herb pots on the sill and dropping them into the paella pan. Dark curls cluster at the nape of his neck. His shoulders are broad, his torso long. Despite his rugged charms, it's become more and more difficult to dance merengue after dinner, until he slowly steers me down the hall to his bed, where he does the warm, wordless things he knows how to do so well. To wake up bleary at 2 or 3 a.m., to tug on my clothes despite his murmured stay, querida, and drive home through the black streets of the city. To wake at 5.30 for my run, those damn romantic tunes still wafting through my mind with their promises of some lazy, lovely future where men love women and women love them back. Simple, golden, natural. A future that Bento's trying to conjure with his saffron and whiskey and snifters of 43 and low, delicious voice. A future where I don't get up and run home to my own place. A future increasingly at odds with what I see on the crime beat each day and what I carry in my head. I know I should be grateful. Good looks, good job, and good ethics. He's a coastal geomorphologist at the University of New Orleans, tenured, no less, which is nothing to sneeze at since the recession hit last year. He works on restoring Louisiana's marshlands, the buffer zone between the Gulf and the city, trying to prevent future catastrophes like Katrina. He cooks, he's funny, and he knows a thing or two in the bedroom. Plenty of women would snap Bento up, yet he wants me. Problem is, I may not be cut out for the love of a good man. I don't do relationships, never have, until now. Never saw one growing up. My father took off before I was born. I don't even know the man's name, despite years of asking, and my mother raised me on her own in the Desire Projects. She called me NOLA, after the city's acronym, and gave me Cespedes, her own last name. In the projects, single mothers were as common as the other kind, and plenty of kids didn't know their fathers. When it comes to lasting relationships, I don't have a lot of models. Which is why I've got Daddy Yankee blasting in my earbuds as I run through Audubon Park in the half-light of dawn, pounding my feet into the path, obliterating the strains of old-style romance with its thumping reggaeton. The morning breeze cools my face, Moonlight in Vermont? No, thank you. Dame la gasolina.
It's been a year since I met Bento. A year since I broke a big story on sex offenders and got moved to the crime beat at the Times-Picayune. A year since I entered therapy for post-traumatic stress disorder. A year since I shot the man who raped me when I was eight. Vengeance isn't all it's cracked up to be, even when the guy's been starring in your nightmares for two decades. Even when he's been abducting, raping, and murdering women from the streets of New Orleans— The beautiful, searing, righteous high of vengeance can only last so long. Then you've got the fallout. The horror, plain and simple, of taking another human life. The guilt, because the public thinks, as you've led them to believe, that you're a brave, heroic girl who killed a sexual predator in self-defense, when in truth his death was the pure product of vendetta. The new uncontrollable trembling in your wrists when you pick up your gun. The bad-